Hey, what's up, you guys? Hi, and welcome to the Cherry Pie Podcast. This is the second time I'm recording this because my housemates are fucking loud as fuck. Um, okay, so <laughs> I'm back. I've been gone for a while. I know I've just been really busy. I've had uni work to do and then a lot of traumatic events. But that is neither here nor there. So today's podcast episode is going to be about the kinky man. And I've gonna, I'm going to name this podcast episode the kinky man trifecta which I've literally just made. Um, I made a whole diagram and everything. You can go into my Instagram, um, at Tripod Podcast, to have a look at the diagram that I made. And you can DM me on there. And also I have a TikTok for my podcast, which is Tripod Podcast as well. So feel free to talk to me wherever. Okay, so let's get started with today's podcast. So, the kinky man trifecta. So, at the very top, we have the kinky to the core man. And that is the ultimate kinkster. Okay, so we've got... That's the ultimate kinkster. He's at the very top of the trifecta. Top of the triangle. The pyramid. And then we have the shy kinkster. He's at the bottom next to the pleaser. Now, if you combine the pleaser and the shy kinkster... The you can find those traits in the ultimate kinkster, the kinky to the core man. Um, although they're all slightly different and they have different kinks and fetishes, you can find elements of each one in each one, if that made any sense. So, the shy kinkster, we're going to start with the shy kinkster. That's at the very bottom, it's on the right. If you go to see the diagram, you'll see it. The shy kinkster. He tends to be middle-aged, I've noticed, very shy with kinks and fetishes. I think, personally, it's because they probably repressed their desires and needs at a younger age. They probably tend to be a few generations back from me, specifically. I'm 21 years old. Um, and are just allowing themselves to express themselves in their middle-aged, sometimes not even middle-aged, sometimes 50s, 60s. Okay, they tend to go into your DMs, they can be a bit creepy, but this is how I describe the shy kinks. It's not, they're this not the type of person that all the time, but most of the time, majority of the time, it tends to be the type of person. So, before I get into any of this, I'm just going to say that this list combines both fetishes and kinks. Uh, the difference between a fetish and a kink, I don't know if I've said this before on this podcast, but it is that a kink is something that you implement during sexual activity and a fetish is something that you enjoy or like. It tends to be physical um, things like feet, hands, nylons, which are tights, um, that don't have to be included in sexual activity and majority of the time are not included in sexual activity. Just in like You can separate the two. So think of it in the most basic way. Kink is in a sexual act and fetish does not have to be in a sexual act. Okay, now that we've got that cleared up in the most basic terminology and definition. Okay, let's get into the shy kinkster. So the shy kinkster's main kinks are humiliation, which we know is... Well, what is humiliation? I think everyone knows what humiliation is. Okay. They tend to, like, to 
feel humiliated, whether it is in an everyday life kind of sense, in real life or online. Um, the adrenaline of potentially being humiliate, humiliated, why the fuck can I not say that word? Humiliated in front of friends and family is what sets this person off. Um, yeah. Voyeurism as well. Voyeurism is when you watch. It could be strangers or it could be your partner or someone else. Um, and for the preference, preface of this podcast, the Shy Kink site is going to be in the subcategory. They don't have to be. They can be a dumb category, but I've noticed that a majority of the time they are in the subcategory. But the rest of the other two kinky uh, types of kinky men are going to be in the dumb category, just to clarify everything. So yeah, voyeurism, like to watch... Um, and that goes hand in hand with cuckolding, which if you don't know what cuckolding is, is um, when you watch your partner having sex with someone else um, and you enjoy it. So it could be um, a man watching um, their woman having um sex with another man or a woman having sex with uh, a woman watching a man having sex with another woman the difference between voyeurism and cuckolding is that cuckolding the person that is on the outside is involved in the sexual act whereas voyeurism the other person could be i don't know in a closet watching or not in the space of the sexual activity that is the difference okay so you got foot fetish very self-explanatory i think most people have foot fetishes um i thought at the beginning of my kinky journey, which was years ago, I don't think it's that common, but it's very, very common. And my first thought when I think of foot fetishes is people that have foot fetishes must love summertime time when everyone's wearing flip-flops and sandals and, you know, open-toe heels. Um, and then we have orgasm control. This, this particular kink goes both in the pleaser and the kinky to the core man. Um, you're going to start to see the fetishes and kinks migrating to the other ones. Orgasm control is having control over someone's orgasm when they come and when they don't come, um, how long they have to wait to come, how many times they come. That is orgasm control. Um, And the reason why orgasm control is in the pleaser is because at the end of the day, the longer, the more control you have... it's like the more control you have over an orgasm, it's like the control you have over someone's pleasure. And that the reason that person's experienced pleasure is because of you. And then you have pet play. And pet play I also put in the ultimate kinkster, the kinkster, the core man. Because um, I think it's fucking kinky as fuck. So I put it in there and I'll explain it later. And then you have xelophilia. Um, xelophilia is... Um, do I remember? I don't think I remember what xelophilia is. I'll get back to that. My mind's all over the place. I'm back, guys. Please give me some feedback because I've forgotten how to podcast. But here I am. Um, and then we have Dirty Talk. Dirty Talk I put also in the pred- the pleaser, the predator, the pleaser and the kinky to the core because it's very self-explanatory. I think most kinks and fetishes involve dirty talk. So, I mean, I put it in all of them. And then we have a Findom. Findom, I put in the pleaser and in the shy kinkster. If you don't know what Findom is, is financial domination. 
and it's when the sub provides money for the dominant either for just existing or like for sexual acts but most of the time it's just like a actual gratification that's what bindom is um i know it sounds so like fun and like oh my gosh like getting money for like doing nothing but it's actually a very um straining not job but strain activity to be involved in like it's very straining and like you can start to feel very depressed so i'd be very careful when you get to findom like search it up make sure you know what you're doing don't let people take advantage of you like it sounds like fun and games but it can be really hard on people but i think people tend to glorify um findom a lot online um when it doesn't need to be glorified that much honestly um yeah so yeah i remember what um zelophilia is okay so zelophilia is the being sexually aroused by um feelings of jealousy so i put that in the shy king star because it kind of goes with voyeurism and cuckolding as well which i think is a very big um plays a very big part in the shy king star um because if you're watching someone else having sex with your partner or like being in the sexual act but not being able to get involved you're going to get that feeling of jealousy and i think that's what invokes the um sexual arousal in the shy kink star so that is why i put zelophilia down there so let's move on to the pleaser he's also at the bottom next to the shy kink star so the pleaser tends to be a man that is more experienced in um in the sexual world of kink he's into um like he knows he knows what his woman or man wants she knows what a man or woman want like they know exactly how to make you feel good and they feel good by making you feel good which i think i love a pleaser i think pleasers please in not all not just the sexual sexual aspects of relationship but all aspects of relationships of a relationship so I love a pleaser. They tend to be really warm and kind-hearted. And not that the shy kingster isn't, but the pleaser tends to be more because their aim is to please. Like, pleasing makes them happy. And the reason why I say the pleaser is a dom um, is because I've encountered a lot of doms that have the pleaser aspect, um, which is also an aspect that is implemented in the ultimate kingster. And you'll see why in a minute. So the main um, kinks and fetishes of the pleaser are breath play. Breath play is basically like a control over your breathing. Please be very cautious when you interact with this kind of kink. Because it can go very wrong if you don't know what you're doing. So just please be careful. Please be careful in all aspects of sex. Like Just be very careful. Remember, consent is um, the top priority for this, for anything in life anyways. Breath play. Then you've got chlorophilia. Chlorophilia is... Why am I forgetting? I'm forgetting. I My brain is literally so bad today. I need to fix my brain before I start uni because this is ridiculous. Just give me two seconds, guys. Chlorophilia, oh yeah, chlorophilia is hand fetish. Um, hand fetish because you know the hands do the pleasing, um, and yeah, very self-explanatory. I don't explain that anymore. 
use your minds, okay? You guys are big, big grown-ups. If you're not 18, please get out of this podcast right now. But anyways, queerophilia, because, you know, hands are pleasing, sucking on fingers, doing whatever else, you know, with fingers. Use your imagination. Then you like I said, orgasm control. Um, the pleaser loves to please, and the fact that they are controlling your orgasms, which cause you pleasure, is the top ultimate thing for them. So you got that. Then you got queening. Queening. Now queening. I'm gonna give you a few seconds to think of what queening is. Okay, queening is the act of sitting on someone's face and receiving oral stimulation, oral pleasure. And the reason why I put this in the pleaser category is because they know you sitting on someone's face or someone sitting on someone's face and receiving oral pleasure is pleasurable. It's literally in the word oral pleasure. So it had to be in there. It's a very self-explanatory as well. I feel like the pleaser is very self-explanatory. Everything is about pleasing, pleasing, pleasing. Role play. You're going to think, why did I put role play in here? And I also put role play in the ultimate kink star. Um, I put role play in here because who doesn't enjoy a bit of role play? I mean, you can literally pretend to be something else, someone else. Um, and yeah, it's pleasurable. It's fun. I put it in there. Like I said, very self-explanatory. Okay. And then you have dirty talk because dirty talk is pleasing to hear. Like, who doesn't know if you called a dirty little bitch like <laughs> honestly he doesn't want to be um or i don't know being called daddy i don't know like you know what i'm you know what i'm talking about okay date talk very self-explanatory, very self-explanatory. findom again is pleasing giving uh someone money or getting money is pleasing to the ego so there you go findom and then we've got praise king this is my personal favourite, along with role play. Praise kink. You know when you know when you get that feeling when someone's like, oh like oh that's like you did a good job, or like good girl, or like good boy, or like that was really like nice of you, like just hearing praise sexually turns that person on. And the this can go both ways. This can be a praise. Uh, this could be a kink that the pleaser has, or that the pleaser's partner has, because if the pleaser's partner praises the pleaser for pleasing them, that's their job well done. And then if the pleaser praises their partner for being a good sub or like just good in general, that also pleases them because they think, okay, that my sub or my partner's been good because I'm doing my job as a pleaser. So clearly, I must be a good dom or, I don't know, partner or whatever. I always put this in the BDSM aspect because, I've, to me personally, I think this is very BDSM orientated. But, like, again, like I said again, argue with me in my comments, let me know. Now we've got to the end, okay? The ultimate kinkstar the ultimate kinky man the top of the kinky man trifecta the very top of the triangle we have the kinky to the core man now this man is the best of fucking both worlds i swear to god he tends to be very confident okay um although he has uh, aspects of the shy kinkstar he's very confident in his kink game in his fetishes like 
he is not shy in expressing what he wants, what he wants to do, whether it is sexually or in other aspects of their professional life, romantic life, whatever. The man is just gold, top tier. You want this man. Now, the main kinks of... Also, the kinky to the core man is not narcissistic arsehole. So if you're thinking that it's that guy that you're talking to, it's probably not, okay? If you've seen red flags, run away. Kinky to the core man, his main kinks are breeding. If you don't know what breeding is, is the kink or... Yeah, it's a kink. When a man has sex with a woman or a woman... Anyways, just imagine penis in the vagina, you know, sexual act. The thought of coming into someone's womb, <laughs> that sounds weird, womb, and their seed being in there and fertilising the womb, that is what breeding kink is, okay? I don't know if that may have, I think I might have made that sound so disgusting. Um, I don't think my description was very pleasing to hear, but that's basically what it is. Basically, fertilizing a woman. That is what they like, they enjoy. And just FYI, just because I'm naming these kinks in these type of men doesn't mean that these men, that all men have the same kinks. It's just like the very base, like the main kinks that I think they would have and what I've noticed, but they don't have to have everything and they might not like everything because everyone has limits. And not everyone likes a breeding kink. I sort of strung there. And then you've got exhibitionism. And this is like doing sexual acts in public. Um, it's like it's like that, not fear, but the adrenaline, the excitement of being caught and stuff. They're into that. It's exciting. The kinky to the core man is very exciting. Like he has he leads a very exciting sexual life. So exhibitionism, um, that could be like sitting in a restaurant and, you know, getting their woman to take off their panties and handing it to them, um, playing footsie and stuff under the table, stuff like that. Things in public, okay? Then you've got BDSM, which is bondage, domination, submission, submission and masochism. Or it could be bondage, domination, um and sadomasochism there's two definition definitions for that and i think i've talked about it before so or listen to my other podcasts you've got impact play impact play can involve spanking um whipping anything that causes an impact i don't know if you heard that impact um and that is because he's a kinky fucker like who doesn't I mean, I too fair. I like impact play. Um, who doesn't? <laughs> Tell me if you don't. Let me know. I think I'm general generalizing here, but impact play. And then we have orgasm control, which I said is also in the please and the shy kinkster, which shows you that the kinks of the core man has aspects of both the shy kinkster and the pleaser in him, although he's not necessarily a shy kinkster. <laughs> And you've got pet play. Uh, pet play is um, when you have the dom and then you have a sub. A sub is the pet. It could be a puppy, a kitty, a bunny. You know, pet play. Um, 
and sometimes the pets eat out of bowls and stuff. If you want to hear more about that, let me know, and I will definitely make a whole episode about this. This episode is so long, but I'm back, okay, and it's a long episode. You don't have to listen to all of it. You can scroll a bit forward. I started pretty early. I've just been going on and on because there's a lot of kings and fetches here. But we're near the end, guys. Just hold on. So we got role play, like I said, very self-explanatory, dressing up, playing different characters, um, freshening up, being exciting. Like I said, the kinky to the core man is very exciting in his sexual life. So changing it up, playing doctor, playing police officer, playing, I don't know, nun and priest. I actually do like the idea of nun and priest. It's very taboo. But anyways, um, so all of that. Then we have daddy's talk, like I said, very self-explanatory. Talking dirty. He doesn't like to hear a few dirty words, especially. It doesn't have to be in the act, but he doesn't like a little dirty talk over text or whatever on the phone in real life. It doesn't matter. And then finally, we have the praise kink. And the praise kink is literally just hearing, good job, <laughs> okay? Good job. You're doing good. Well done. I don't know. It just ignites something in me, and I don't know what it is. Because um, I'm not really a people pleaser. I can be sometimes, but I'm not really... So I don't know what it is, but I have a huge praise kink. But anyways, um, let me know if I went too fast, if you want me to explain these anymore in another podcast or on my Instagram real quick. If I went too fast, if I didn't explain it enough. But thank you so much for listening to this podcast at Cherry Pie Podcast. Share with your friends, maybe not your family. Share with your friends. Um, I'm on Instagram, Cherry Pie Podcast, and also on TikTok, Cherry Pie Podcast and thank you so much for listening bye